Let us stand together for the reading of God's Word and prayer for the message this morning and reverence unto our loving God. 1 Corinthians chapter number 10 and verse number 4 says this, And did all drink the same spiritual drink? For they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them. And that rock was Christ. I want to preach on that rock for a little while this morning with the Lord being our helper. Let's ask the Lord to help us today. Father in heaven, God in Jesus' name, we do love you. And God, we do count it an honor and a privilege to stand before your people one more time on this side of heaven. Dear God, to preach your word. Lord, I pray, dear Jesus, that if there's one here lost and undone, dear God, I pray that you would save them for it's everlasting too late and they end up burning in the flames of the devil's hell. God, I also pray that if there's one here that's backslidden on you and they've turned away from you, God, I pray that you would allow them by the convicting manner of the Holy Ghost uh, uh, to come back to an altar of prayer and, Lord, get back into the fold of God. Lord, I just praise you, give you glory and honor for what's already happened in this service today. And, Lord, we do love you and we ask your blessings upon the preaching of the Word. I pray that you'll loose this tongue and let it go. God, I pray that you'll bring Scripture to remembrance this morning. And God, I pray, dear Jesus, if you would, please, sir, to help us to do the will of the Father today. And we'll be careful to give you praise, honor, and glory for what you do for us. In Jesus' precious holy name we do pray. Amen and amen. Thank you so much. And you may be seated. I I, I tell you what, we just about had a shouting spell about 9 o'clock this morning when the dear sister was already here. And she began to ask me some questions about the return of Christ and the rapture of the church. And I began to thinking about that this morning. And, and boy, it is true that the rapture of the church is close and it's nearby. And, and folks, I believe in the rapture. And I believe we're going to go sailing out of here. Amen. And I believe it's going to happen before the tribulation hits. I mean, before the first uh, 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 bit of tribulation falls upon uh, the, God's people. I'm telling you, we're getting out of here. God's going to descend from heaven on a cloud and that shout's going to take place and we're going to get out of here. And my friends, we're not going to have to endure uh, that hell on earth that the lost people will have to endure and that are left behind. And we began to talk and we began to ponder and it was funny really how it occurred because, and I know it wasn't no accident, it was divine providence because when she asked me about it, we began to talk about what all's happening overseas and what even's happening in our own country. Folks, it doesn't take a brain surgeon to see the chaos that's taking place over in Egypt. It hasn't taken a brain surgeon to figure out uh, uh, all of that that's happened over in Libya and those people rising up against their governments. And folks, it doesn't take a, a, a political scientist uh, to look at what's happening in Wisconsin to see the people rising up against the government out there. Folks, that is biblical prophecy coming to fruition. And my friends, Jesus Christ is coming soon. Uh, and you better be sure that you're standing on the rock, uh, the sure rock who is Jesus Christ, uh, our Savior and our Lord today. For there is no other way to get into heaven other than through the Lord Jesus Christ. The rock. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 4 once again. I want you to realize what Paul is talking about here when he is penning these words. Through inspiration of the Holy Ghost. Paul is speaking of that rock that followed the children of Israel. That kept producing them water as they were in the wilderness. He's speaking of that water. That came gushing out of that rock after Moses, uh, the Bible said, smote the rock. And that water became flowing out of that rock freely. 
And he's making a, a reference to that Old Testament story about how that rock followed them and that water followed them and it gave them spiritual drink. Then he turns around and he makes reference to, to, to say that that rock was Christ. And that rock is Jesus Christ. Folks, I tell you, when I feel like I'm in a dry, barren land, when I feel like there's nowhere to turn nor nowhere to go, or when I feel like I need a spiritual boost from heaven, all I have to do today is turn to the rock, uh, which is the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, and He sends that spiritual water deep down into my soul. Uh, and my friends, it perks me up. Uh, it puts a smile on my face. Uh, it brightens my eyes up. Uh, and thank God I know that my Redeemer liveth, uh, and I know that He takes care of His own. Uh, and as that rock never left the children of Israel in the wilderness, that rock of the Lord Jesus Christ will never Never leave you nor forsake you. He'll always be there for you. Amen. I'm preaching better than you're helping me this morning. Amen. Come on. Yes, sir. I want to just notice what kind of rock we serve today. If you're saved, you'll know that rock which I'm speaking of. If you're lost today and undone without Jesus, you'll realize that you'll need this rock before you leave this service today. If you're ever going to that place called heaven. He's the rock of redemption. Amen. The Bible says in 2 Samuel chapter 22 and verse 47, The Lord liveth and blessed be my rock and exalted be the God of the rock of my salvation. Folks, Christ Jesus is the door that we enter into salvation. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. When we repent of our sins and believe unto salvation, everything becomes new. We are a changed creature in Jesus Christ. Uh, I'm here to tell you that the Muslims have it wrong. Uh, they cannot depend on Muhammad to get to heaven for Muhammad is dead. I'm here to tell you that the Mormons has got it wrong because you can't work your way into heaven. Only way you're going is by the blood of Jesus. I'm here to tell you that the Jehovah Witnesses got it wrong as well because you can't work your way into heaven. It's by your faith and through the grace of God and His blood of the precious Lamb of God that we're saved and the only way that we could get to heaven today is through a living God and He's alive and well and His name's Jesus Christ this morning. Everything becomes new. We're a changed creature when Christ comes on board. Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. I, became, I, had a new, I received a new outlook on life when Jesus Christ came into my heart. All of the bad things that was in my life that enriched in, in my soul in sin, folks, that became old news uh, and Jesus became the new. Amen. We ought to make a total commitment to Christ uh, and thankful unto Him for cleansing us of all of our sin and all of our unrighteousness. It's a part of the redemptive work of Christ Hebrews 13 and 12, the Bible says, Wherefore Jesus also, that ye might sanctify the people with His own blood, suffered without the gate. Folks, it is the precious blood of Jesus that cleanses us from all unrighteousness and of all of our sin. And a matter of fact, the Bible says, uh, Without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. He gave it all for you and I. He's the rock of redemption. But number two, He's the rock of restoration. 
The Bible tells us in Isaiah 32 and 2, And a man shall be as a hiding place from the wind and a covert from the tempest, as rivers of water in a dry place, as the shadow of a great rock in a weary land. Folks, Christ is the Christian's protection. When the storms of life are raging, He is our rock in whose shelter we can safely hide. Christ is the rest that we can find. Folks, when those storms of life come your way, when you're thrown in the midst of the flame, thank God there's always been a fourth man for the child of God walking in the flames. And He is the one that takes care of us when we're in need. Amen. Bible tells us, Matthew 11 and 28, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. That word all means a lot to me. It doesn't mean just one or two of you. It just didn't mean some of you. When all, A-double-L means all. Amen. Matter of fact, you know what all in the Greek means? All. Amen. That's pretty simple. Huh? Listen, he said, I'll help you all. He said, I will help you all that labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. When we become tired by the hurries of our busy times of life, when we can, when we can find rest and healing, uh, folks, we can find it through prayer and the promises found in His Word. That's where we can find rest. We can find that rest through the Lord Jesus Christ. Rest in the Lord, the Bible says in Psalms 37. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for Him. Fret not thyselves because of Him who prospereth in His way, because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. Listen, Satan is out to destroy you. He's out to damage you. If he can damage our testimony today, he'll try his best to do so. But that's when we turn around and say, Get thee behind me, Satan. I'm serving a true and living God. I'm serving the Lord Jesus Christ. He is my King of kings. He is the Lord of lords. And I think I'll just go with Jesus. Rest in the Lord. Christ restores our strength in time of need. I tell you what, it's no fun. And I'm not looking for a sympathy party today. It's no fun to walk around on two crutches for five weeks on one good leg. It's no fun. It's no fun to get on the average of about three hours of sleep each night. It's no fun. It's no fun to lie in the bed and just pray out unto God, God help me and take care of me. Lord, I just want to do your will. Just want to be your servant, God, whatever you want me to do. And boy, that's when the sweet spirit of the Holy Ghost blows by your way and speaks to your heart and says, Son, the road's almost to the end anyhow. (laughs) Get up from there and walk, amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. All I can say is this. Folks, if you can't look around you, and determine in your own mind and own heart that it won't be long that the Lord Jesus Christ returns on that cloud of glory the same way in which He left in the book of Acts. He is coming to get to His children. And I thank God that I am one of His chosen. I have been washed and covered in the precious blood of the Lamb. And when He returns, He's not looking at the clothes I wear. He's not looking at the the color of my hair. He's not looking at the the shoes on my feet. But my friend, when He comes and He takes a good look, He's looking for something covered in red. He's looking for someone covered in the precious blood. And my friends, if you've got the Lord Jesus Christ, 
Christ on your side. If you've been forgiven of your sin and if you've been washed in the precious blood of the Lamb, everything's going to be alright for this journey. One day is going to come to a close. It may be coming to a close closer than you may really think. He restores our strength in the time of need. The Bible says, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. He is the rock of restoration for those who trust in Him and trust in Him completely. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for His name's sake. Hallelujah. I'm glad that when I do get down spiritually or when I get down physically and you feel like there's nowhere to turn, there's nowhere to go, I'm glad I can bow down to an awesome God today and ask the Lord Jesus to breathe upon me one more time to where I can receive strength from heaven, to where I can keep on keeping on going for the glory of God. Folks, that's all it takes is a little communication with the God of heaven and He'll send you what you need. He said, I will supply your every need. Hallelujah. Not only is He the rock of restoration, but He's the rock of resolution. Psalm chapter 40 and verse number 2 says, He brought me up out of a horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock and established my goings. Many Christians today, and I said many Christians today, are undependable. They're up, they're down, they're in, and they're out. Y'all know anybody like that? You never know where to find them. But the Lord Jesus Christ wants us to be established. You see, the Bible says, But the God of all grace, who hath called us unto His eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that ye have suffered a while, make you perfect, establish, strengthen, settle you. When we give God first place in our lives and trust Him totally today, He enables us to make those right choices in life. When we are determined to live for the Lord Jesus Christ, He establishes our lives and keeps us from falling apart. Proverbs 3, verse 5 and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lead not on unto thine own understandings and in all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. Folks, we don't need half-heartedness in serving God. We need wholeheartedness in serving the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank God I never did have to have the preacher to come by my way in order, and, and, and promise me a steak dinner if I'd come back to church. When I got the goods, I knew where I needed to be and that was in the house of God. I didn't even know that scripture that states come out from among them and be ye separate. But I did know this. When God changed me, I wanted to be separate and I didn't want to go back to the ways of this world. Amen. See, you've got to remember we're called Christians. They were first called Christians, the Bible said, in Antioch. And that word Christian means Christ-like. In other words, when Jesus Christ comes and abode in your heart, we ought to act like Christ. Amen. We ought to be Christ-like. Now, I know that He was the most righteous man ever to walk the earth. I know that He was utmost perfect and there was not, not one sin upon Him. But my friend, we are flesh. We will sin occasionally. I believe we sin and come short of the glory of God daily. But thank God I've got an advocate with a father. That means i got a lawyer with the Lord and His name's Jesus Christ. And I think I'll just continue to serve Him and I'll continue to pray to Him. And when I do get in those areas of life, when I feel like I may be coming up short, I can go to the Lord Jesus Christ and He'll grant forgiveness to my heart. He's my rock of rejoicing as well today. 
Isaiah chapter 42 and verse 11, the Bible says, Let the wilderness and the cities thereof lift up their voice. The villages that Kedar doth inhabit, let the inhabitants of the rocks sing. Let them shout from the top of the mountains. Did you know this today, folks, that some Christians hurt their testimony by wearing a long, unhappy face? I'll never forget that day. I was walking down the aisles of a church and this gentleman was sitting in the back of the building. I know he was lost. I know that he didn't know Christ as his Savior. He was on up in age. He was in his 80s, but he had never been saved before. And they had, we had a couple to come into the church with some children and they sat not too far from him. And boy, it broke my heart when that family, the husband, looked around and looked at that wife as he looked at the old man sitting on the back pew. He said, if becoming a Christian makes me look like that, I don't want to be one. Folks, what a negative testimony upon the love of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I had to go and sit with them people. I apologized to them. I said, sir... Ma'am, I am so sorry that you felt that way. But you have to understand, that man's not a Christian. If we can somehow get him saved, I'm sure his countenance will change. I've heard people say that about him several times in that church house. As he sat there with the longest drab face that you would ever... He was, listen, he was most miserable because he did not know the Lord. He was preached to week in and week out. He was taught in Sunday school week in and week out. But he never would come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Folks, we were so concerned about that man, but we were more even concerned about those people that saw him that visited our church because I was afraid they would get the wrong opinion about the house of God. Folks, I'm telling you, if God saved your soul and cleansed you from all your sins, we have a reason to rejoice. And we can rejoice because the Lord Jesus Christ is our rock and He's who we're standing on. And folks, this world may be... Listen, we're living in dark days, but thank God these dark days are coming coming to an end and the Lord Jesus Christ is coming to get us all we have a reason to rejoice Amen they fail Christ for he expects us to witness and work for him joyfully here on earth sometimes I know you don't feel like raising a smile toward anything I told my wife last night as we went to the Sunday school dinner, I said, honey, I just don't feel like going. I said, I don't feel like going. I think I'm going to stay at home. Well, of course, as persuasive and as pretty as she is, she encouraged me to go. And I went and I sat down and I was continued to hurt. But the thing was, somebody around them tables must have been praying for me because by the halfway through that meal, I started feeling a whole lot better. And started rejoicing a little bit in the Lord. And having fun in the Lord Jesus Christ. Folks, all the time you're not going to feel like wearing a smile. Sometimes uh, the storms of this life may get you down to where you can't even peek a smile out of your face. But it behooves me 
that when I began to think about the Lord Jesus Christ, and why when you think about the Lord Jesus Christ, why couldn't we be able just to lift our hands up toward heaven and say, thank you, God. Lord, I may be struggling down here. It may be pain down here. But Lord, you bared the ultimate pain for us on Mount Calvary as you carried that cross up the Via Dolorosa to, to, to Calvary's hill. And as they nailed you on that cross and dropped you in that ground and you suffered the ultimate pain to where you, where you and I could go free. I don't see how we could not be able to put a smile on our face. We can be saddened that our Lord died. We can be saddened that our Lord was put in a tomb. But thank God a smile comes upon my face of knowing that just a little while after that, the angel rolled the stone away and the Lord Jesus Christ came walking out of the tomb alive and well. And that's what gives me hope today. It's because He is alive. He's alive. He's alive forevermore. Thank God. I'm glad that I know who my Jesus is and I'm glad I know who I serve today and I'm glad that He's alive and well. They thought that rock could hold Him in that tomb. But my friend, I believe it fooled a lot of people as we began to look in that tomb to discover that Jesus had risen from the dead. Christians who are forgiven, you that are forgiven, you that are cleansed, we're on our way to heaven. We ought to be the happiest people on earth. Amen. The Bible says, Delight thyself in the Lord in Psalm 37 verse 4 and He'll give thee the desires of thine heart. He said, Delight yourself in the Lord. In other words, I'm just going to feast upon the Lord. Amen. He'll send me what I need. Folks, if Christ is your rock of rejoicing, if Christ is our rock of rejoicing here below, we shall also rejoice with Him in the life to come. Because He is the rock of ages. You see, I want you to understand one thing today, church. He's the rock that we need to be standing on. To meet our needs, to provide our forgiveness, and to provide our ticket to a place called heaven. I'm trusting in the Lord Jesus Christ and Him alone. You're not going to be able to trust in man. You're not going to be able to trust in a false god. You're going to have to trust in Jesus Christ. And you see, there's not but one way to get there. And that's through the Lord Jesus Christ. We've already read that scripture. Listen, no other way to heaven besides the Lord. And when that time comes, when that time comes when we stand before the Lord Jesus Christ, He's either going to say, Well done, thy good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. I'll make you ruler over many. Or He's going to say, Depart from me, you worker of iniquity. I never knew you. I don't know about you today, but I'd rather be on God's side than the devil's side. I want to be in that crowd where he says, Well done, thy good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. I'll make you ruler over many. You see, Jesus Christ, once you truly and really get the goods, makes a change in your life. You see, I believe a lot of people, uh, when they go to an altar, it seems like they don't really get forgiveness. It don't seem like that they get to salvation full and free. And how do you know that, preacher? Well, it's because when they leave the doors of the church, they continue to live like they were before they came in. 
I know without a shadow of a doubt, when you get saved, when you get the Lord Jesus Christ in your heart, and you walk out those doors, you've even got a different countenance on your face. And folks, you live right for the glory of God. We're not going to be perfect. I know that. But thank God, we can always go and talk to the Master when we need help. I tell you what today, folks. I don't know where you stand with the Lord today. I hope you're standing on the rock. The rock is the only way we're getting to heaven. That rock is the Lord Jesus Christ, our Lord, our Savior. If you're standing on something other than that rock, you're going to slip, you're going to fall, you're going to bumble your entire life until you truly get your heart right with God. I believe that today. He'll take you under His wings. And He'll protect you. Till that day comes to where we stand before Him, we'll be able to bow. The Bible says, Every knee shall bow. And every tongue shall confess. I've heard people tell me, Preacher, I'm not going to bow at nobody. I'm not going to confess to nobody. Selfishness is one of the greatest things that the devil will use for you to not get saved today. I'm I'm too big of a man to bow before someone. You're not bowing before someone. You're bowing before an almighty God that can save your soul from a literal burning hell. That's who you're bowing before. I'm not going to confess to anyone. You're not confessing to just anyone. You're confessing to the Messiah. You're confessing to the King of kings and Lord of lords. You know what? Even as Christians, we ought to write, preacher John told us all the time, he said you ought to write that altar all the way to heaven. Why do I need to go down that altar? Because you're not perfect, that's why. huh? There may be some lost people in your life that need the rock Jesus Christ. Hey, listen, I'm not trying to be funny today. I'm trying to be truthful. I know if some people have been saved 50 years, ain't been to an altar since Moby Dick was a mentor. Huh? That's a long time. That's a long time. I don't know about you. I ain't ashamed of Him. I ain't ashamed of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm not ashamed to lay on that altar for my God and for people that's going to hell around us. I'm not ashamed to claim that He is the rock of my salvation. I'm not ashamed to know that I'm going to heaven one day. Hallelujah. I want you to stand, if you will, this morning. Brother Gerald's going to come and get us a song of invitation. If you've got a need, no matter what it is today, I want you to know that there is a Lord Jesus Christ. There is the Lord Jesus Christ that will help you in your need. If you're lost and undone without Jesus Christ, it's as simple as admitting that you're lost, believing that He is the Christ, He was resurrected from the dead, confessing your sins unto Him, asking the Lord Jesus to come into your heart. Listen, it don't matter how old you are, death is no respecter of person. Death is no respecter of person. What do you mean, preacher? Well, you walk through the graveyard and you'll be able to tell. They're of all ages inside of that graveyard. There's some in there that's just born babies. Now, them babies are safe in the Lord. You can't argue with me on that fact. Them babies are safe in the arms of Jesus today. But boy, after we reach that age of accountability, whatever that age may be, the Lord expects you to know the difference between right and wrong. I believe children get there to different ages. But you can see different ages in that graveyard. They may be 7 years old, 8 years old. They may be some 13, 14, 15. I've seen some 17, 18. I've seen them 30s, in their 40s, 50s, all the way up to past 100 years old, laying in that graveyard. Laying in the graveyard. 
waiting for the Lord Jesus Christ, if they're saved, to come and get them. Resurrect that body and reunite it with the soul. Folks, there is a day of coming. The Bible says it's appointed unto men once to die. What does that mean, preacher? It means one day, whether we like it or not, we've got an appointment with God. And if the Lord continues to tarry, we are going to die. We're going to pass from this world. Folks, I hope you've made up your mind to serve the rock of ages. The Lord Jesus Christ. I don't want to burn eternally in a devil's hell. I'm not going to burn eternally in a devil's hell. And I don't want you to burn eternally in a devil's hell. I want you to be saved. I want you to have the Lord Jesus Christ living inside of you. And His Holy Spirit infiltrating your heart each and every day. Father in heaven, God, we love you. Lord, I thank you for your word and thank you for the message today. God, I pray if there's one here lost and undone, Lord, I pray that by the way of the Holy Ghost, you'd go to their heart and you'd squeeze and you'd help them come to an altar of prayer. Oh, God, is the summer coming already, Lord, I pray, dear Jesus. Lord, that you would just do the office work in the hearts of those people. God, I pray that if one's backslidden on you, God, and out of your way, invite them back into the family of God, Lord. Lord, let them know that you grant forgiveness. God, I pray if they're one again, Lord, please, Jesus. If there's one be lost, save them today. As we pray together in Jesus' name, amen and amen.